Hi, welcome back. Um, so today I was going to be doing the multi-star memory model, um, but I'm trying to figure out in my head the best way to describe it to you because it's really hard to do it without showing you. So we're gonna, I'm gonna come back to that in a few few episodes time, hopefully, um, and we're gonna move on today to talk about types of long-term memory. So let's get into it. We'll also be looking at Clive Waring's case study, um, if that sounds familiar to some of you. So yeah, types of long-term memory. Tulving, 1985, was one of the first cognitive psychologists. So if you're ever doing um, about cognitive psychology in any other area in your study, you can talk about Tulving. So Tulvin was one of the first cognitive psychologists to realise that the multi-star memory model's view of LTM was too simplistic and inflexible. Um, So hopefully you guys have had some chance to look over the MSM and, um, yeah, get your head around that. Um, Tulvin proposed that there are in fact three LTM stars containing quite different types of information. He called them episodic memory, semantic memory, and procedural memory. Um, So there's three types of uh, memory in the LTM stars, episodic, semantic, and procedural. Episodic memory refers to our ability to recall events. You can remember these as episodes from our lives, so like um, episodic episodes. This has been likened to a diary, a record of happy, of happy, of daily happenings, sorry. Some examples are the most recent visit to the dentist, a gig you went to last week, the psychology class you had yesterday, or not for some of you, and the breakfast you ate this morning and so on. These are all episodes in your life. Um, first of all, they're time stamped. Um, in other words, you remember when they happened. Secondly, your memory of a single episode will include several elements, such as places, objects and behaviours, and all of them are interwoven to produce a single memory. And thirdly, you have to make a conscious effort to recall these episodic memories. So you can't do this um, quickly without thinking about it, you're very much aware. So episodic memory, episodes time stamped several elements complex um and then you have to make a conscious effort to recall semantic memory uh, this star contains our knowledge of the world this includes key facts um but in the broadest sense possible uh, this type of memory has often been likened to a combination of an encyclopedia and a dictionary so it could include knowledge, so it's um, our knowledge on animals or applying for university or um, what an orange tastes like or what the capital of France is. Uh, these memories are not time-stamped as we just know them. Um, it's less personal um, and more about facts we all share. Um, however, as a brief list demonstrates above, so what I just said about animals um, Paris and all of that, um, 
it um, shows much more about semantic memory, so more, more about facts and fields of knowledge. It, com- it contains an immense collection of material, which, given its nature, is constantly being added to. And, and you have to make a conscious effort to recall this, but perhaps not as conscious as episodic memory. So semantic memory, um, the memory of... Um, like the memory of facts and information. It's not time-stamped, and we don't really remember where we first learnt it. It's less personal. Um, it's much more than facts, but we, we, still, we still manage to remember it, and it com- contains an immense collection of material. So then we move on to procedural memory. This is our memory of actions or skills or how we do things. So we can recall these memories with conscious awareness, we, without conscious awareness rather, or a great deal of effort. So um, a good example is driving a car or riding a bike, if any of you can't drive, sorry. Um, our ability to do this eventually depends on procedural memory. Um, we change gear, we change gear on a bike, on a car, without recalling how or where we learnt. We indicate left or right at a junction without realising we've done so. These sorts of skills we might even find quite hard to explain to someone else. If you try to describe them and what you are doing as you drive a car or ride a bike, the task may well become more difficult. So procedural memory is um, the act of doing things and how we recall those um, and it's not often time stamped we don't know when we learnt it although we do know when we learnt it but it's a continuous thing so it's not often time stamped um, and we find it hard to explain it to other people and it, it's uh, we don't have to make a conscious effort to recall it so yeah and um, so that's the three types and then I'm going to give you a case study about Clive wearing um, and yeah and we'll go from there. So, Clive Waring suffers from a severe form of amnesia that resulted from a viral infection that attacked his brain, damaging the hippocampus and associated areas. Before this infection, Clive was a world-class musician. He can still play the piano brilliantly and conducted a choir, but he can't remember his musical education. He can remember some other aspects of his life, before the infection but not others for example he knows that he has children from an earlier marriage but cannot remember their names he recognizes his second wife deborah and greets her joyously every time they meet believing he has not seen her in years even though she may have just left the room a few minutes ago so um clive waring's uh clive waring's case study suggests that there is different memory stores within the brain and you can use neuroimaging evidences to figure out um, where in which these um, areas are stored. So, um, for example, Clive Waring only had certain parts of his brain, his hippocampus, I think it was. Yeah, his hippocampus and associated areas were damaged, um, which affected some of his memory, but not all of his memory. So from that, we can conclude that... um, that memory is stored in different actual actually in different areas of the brain as um his memory in certain areas still worked so yeah i hope that was helpful um 
so you've just learned about episodic memory, semantic memory and procedural memory. We've learned a bit about tulving and we've learned a bit about Clive wearing. Um, so yeah, I hope that was of some help. Good luck with your exams that um, are possibly coming up soon. Um, yeah, have a nice rest of your day and stay safe, stay, stay well, stay sane, look after yourselves. See you soon.